0: a great day. Well, as a matter of fact, it's the evening now. It's night, really. And this is Greater Gospel Temple, the Church of Praise and Worship. It is a wonderful, wonderful day. This is the 27th of August. It is a Thursday. And it is the birthday of the founder of Greater Gospel Temple, Church of God in Christ, Superintendent Kelly Davis, who is. Co-founder, also with missionary Hazel Williams Davis. So today is Superintendent Davis's birthday. He would have been 93 years old today, and we honor him. We honor him. We honor his his memory. Greater Gospel Temple, which is now the Church of Praise and Worship. So we honor superintendent, pastor, elder, Kelly Davis, the founder. We're going on now with our Sunday school lesson, and we are going to get here with the title, which is, let me get right with here, Don't Stumble, Walk in the Light. And we have gotten into the 11th chapter of St. John, 11th chapter, and with the 1st through the 10th verses. St. John, the 11th chapter, the 1st through the 10th verses. And it's telling us, I'll get right there again, it's telling us to walk in the light and don't stumble, but don't stumble this first and then walk in the light. So you can reach me at uh, 629 The email address is GGTchurch six six at Yahoo.com. We'll go into our Scripture, King James Version, and Bible Gateway. And this is a Sunday school lesson for this coming Sunday, which will be the 30th. The 30th of August this month is ending. Can you believe it? It's ending. It seems like it just got here, but it is ending. Time is moving on. Time is moving on. So let's make the best of the time that we have, that God has allotted to us, okay? Now, now a certain man was sick, named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore his sisters sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. When he had heard therefore that he was sick, he abode two days, still in the same place where he was. Then after that, Saith he to his disciples let us go into Judea again his disciples said to him master the Jews of late sought to stone thee and goest thou thither again or thither again Jesus answered are there not twelve hours in the day if any man walk in this day he stumbleth not Because he seeth the light light of this world. But if a man walk in the night, he stumbleth, because there is no light in him. And so we'll go on to our commentary, which is the L.G. Parkhurst Jr. Commentary. And our focal scripture is John 11, verse 9. Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours of daylight? Those who walk during the day do not stumble, but because they see the light of this world. Who is the light of the world? We know it's Jesus Christ. Okay, don't stumble. Walk in the light. All right, let's get right into our commentary here. Bethany was about two miles from Jerusalem, and Jesus was there often enough to know and love Lazarus. Mary and Martha now as the son of God Jesus loved everyone and everyone who came to know Jesus knew that he loved them today those who follow Jesus know that he loves them Jesus makes everyone who believes in him feel special because they truly are special to him we're truly special to him you get that? okay don't ever forget that we're truly special to Jesus because he loves us. Okay? So they are, they are one of his sheep. We're one of his sheep, all right? Mary and Martha must have concluded that Lazarus' illness was so serious that it could lead to his death. So they reached out to Jesus, who they knew loved them. John will tell his readers more about Mary and her anointing the Lord with perfume in John the 12th chapter, the 1st through the 8th verses, which we will discuss when we come to John the 12th chapter, the 1st through the 8th verses. Okay? We do learn that Lazarus was Mary and Martha's brother. Now, as John proceeds with his account we will learn why Mary showed her deep love and gratitude toward Jesus with this anointing and what it meant to Jesus. The sisters knew Lazarus was ill and probably near death, so they sent a message to Jesus. They knew enough about Jesus, as we will learn as John's account of this event unfolds, to call him Lord. They knew that Jesus had the love and the power to heal Lazarus when they identified Lazarus as he whom you love. They did not ask Jesus to do anything or tell Jesus what to do. Most probably they knew Jesus well enough to know that they did not need to tell Jesus what to do. They believed he would do what was best and right at the right time. And he would heal their brother. They believed that much in him. When Jesus received the message from the two sisters, he immediately said, This illness does not lead to death. For Jesus knew the eventual outcome of Lazarus' illness. His illness would not end in death. Jesus knew Lazarus would be would die physically, but Lazarus would not die eternally. All right, so Lazarus would not die and be forever separated from the love of God and from those who love God. Because of his illness, Lazarus would die, but Jesus knew he would raise Lazarus from the dead, so his illness would not end with his death and eternal separation, from those he loved. So when Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, he knew that the living Lazarus and those who saw him raised from the dead would glorify God. Lazarus' illness would lead some to believe, glorify, and honor Jesus as the Son of God, and by believing in Jesus, they would receive the gift of eternal life too. All we have to do is believe in Him, repent of our sins, and accept Him as our, as our personal Savior and do the work. Oh yes. For, God, for good reason, John emphasized the love of Jesus for this family and their love for Jesus. Jesus did not act as He did from lack of love for them or because of their lack of love for Him. God is love Jesus loves everyone Jesus loved those who came to him where John the Baptist had preached and baptized earlier for him to heal them and teach them and he loved those who were still on their way to see him eagerly anticipating the opportunity to meet their Messiah now remember for similar loving reasons and to save lost Samaritans. Jesus once told his disciples that they needed to go to Galilee by going through Samaria. And we can see that in John, the fourth chapter, the first through the fourth we his verses. And we've, we've, I think we've covered that in our Sunday school lessons previously, okay? Now, since Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days when Jesus arrived in Bethany, Jesus knew that Lazarus was dead or too near death for him to travel to Bethany in time for him to heal Lazarus in person. So before anyone else knew Lazarus was ill, Jesus had known that Lazarus would would become ill and die, and Jesus had planned to do more than heal Lazarus. God knows everything. He knows everything every single single thing that happens in this whole world with every one of us billions and trillions and if there's a gazillion whatever there are so many of us and he knows everything about us at the same time isn't he wonderful that's our god my lord my lord by raising lazarus from the dead jesus intended to demonstrate personally, personally what it meant for him to be the resurrection and the life. He stayed two days longer to finish the work he was doing where he was because he always did the Father's work according to the Father's timing in perfect agreement with the Father. And I talked, I think I talked about timing last week. And all this is just Really coming together because I was. I went back. I'm just going to say this, and I'm coming back to the lesson. I taught Second um, Peter, the third chapter last week, and I touched on some things. And when I went back and read uh, the first and the second chapters, some of the things that I had said in that message were in those chapters. It, I've read the chapters before. I have. But we get so much more when we go back, and I and they it was in there, and I said, Lord, all this is coming together. So I know that God was in the message, and, and I thank you all for watching it and commenting on it. It's it's such a blessing. It's such a blessing. Okay. So he did not stay two days. He did not stay two days longer for lack of compassion for Lazarus. Mary and Martha He knew they would grieve, but he also knew that upon his arrival Their grief would soon turn to joy when he reunited them with their brother So Jesus did not tell his disciples the father's plans for them immediately after receiving the news that Lazarus was ill Jesus wanted two days or waited two days before telling the disciples that they were going back to Judea. Now we can probably think of many good reasons for his wanting to or waiting two days before telling them they were going back into harm's way. So surely Jesus wanted them to focus on those coming to him for help rather than focus on their fears. Jesus does not always give his followers much advance notice before telling them follow me or let us go. As a matter of faith, Jesus perfectly did whatever his father told him when the father wanted it done. And as a matter of faith, Jesus' followers tried to do whatever Jesus tells them when he tells them knowing the Holy Spirit will help them. And I know that is a fact. That is a fact. He, he will tell, sometimes he'll tell us something, and we just, I mean, like that. And we know his voice, and we obey him and do what he says, and then we see the positive results from obeying him. Whatever it is, whatever he tells us to do, we see the results from being obedient we certainly do okay so not knowing as much about jesus as we do but we know the rest of jesus history in the bible jesus disciples were understandably shocked and fearful when jesus told them his plans jesus was their rabbi which means teacher and they were his disciples which means students and they thought Jesus was going to lead all of them into unreasonable danger and possibly death. Thomas would even exclaim, Let us also go that we may die with him. Hey, he was a smart aleck, wasn't he? Hey <laughs> and that's John the chapter and the 16th verse. So between their recent visit to Jerusalem in December and the soon to come Passover feast, where they were headed, four months had gone by, but Jesus' dangerous escape from death and theirs was still foremost in their minds. Jesus knew when his final hour would come and he tried to prepare his disciples for that eventual hour when he would die on the cross as the savior of the world. Now, Jesus wanted to turn their attention away from their fears to the work of God before them. So in Jesus' day, the daylight hours were divided into 12 equal hours. So the length of an hour would vary according to the season of the day. Jesus meant that we need to do the work of God all day, every day, while we have the light of day, the light the sun gives to the world. Jesus also meant as the true light of the world. And as long as he was in the world. Let me get this. I I almost dropped my phone. I'm doing my, my podcast also. Okay. Now let me go back. Jesus also meant that as the true light of the world and as long as he was in the world with them that they needed to do the special work that his father called them to do if they followed him they would not stumble because he was and is the true light of the world he is definitely the true light of the world yes he is they needed to keep their focus on Jesus and on following Jesus to do God's will and if they did so they would not stumble or trip into sin perhaps the sin of not trusting Jesus to lead them rightly earlier Jesus had promised them I am the light of the world whoever follows me will never walk in darkness but will have the light of life and that is John the 8th chapter and the 12th verse so Jesus had told them earlier that some prefer to walk in the dark in John the third chapter and the 19th verse Jesus said and this is the judgment that the light has come into the world and people loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil So, so today. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Jesus was and is the light of the world. Because the light of God, the light of Jesus Christ, the truth of God in Christ, is not in some people, in those who refuse to believe in Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Okay, we understand that. They walk in the dark and they will stumble going to stumble right on into hell too if they don't repent and be saved. And I thank God every day for saving me, having mercy on me, my soul, and giving me the opportunity the privilege to repent of my sins and accept him as my personal Savior and to live a sanctified life and I thank him for it I thank him for his guidance every day I thank him for his mercy that he has on me if I make a mistake whatever I do if I get off track somehow Whether I know it or not. And I try not to ever get off track. But sometimes we'll be off track. And we don't even know it. So just in case. I repent daily. Sometimes more than once a day. Because I want to make sure. That I make it into the kingdom of God. I want to shine. No more crying, no more dying, no more sickness, no more pain. All of that will be left behind because eternal life will be our gain. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. That's part of my song shine, okay? Now, let me, I'm wrapping it up now. I am wrapping it up. Wrapping it up. I'm going back just a little bit. Jesus was and is the light of the world. Because the light of God, the light of Jesus Christ, the truth of God in Christ, is not in some people, and that means in those people who refuse to believe in Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, okay? They walk in the dark and they will stumble. Those who wanted to stone Jesus and who eventually applauded when he was nailed to the cross, stumbled and sinned because they preferred to do evil rather than walk in the light by following Jesus. Later, Jesus preached the good news again to such people, saying, I have come as light into the world so that everyone who believes in me should not remain in the darkness. And that's John, the 12th chapter and the 46th verse. For too many people prefer to remain in darkness rather than come to Jesus and believe in Him. And that's a fact. I was one of those who walked in darkness but hallelujah, I'm saved and sanctified and filled with His Holy Spirit. And I thank Him for it. For sustaining sustaining me each and every day. He had mercy on my soul just like He has on yours. And so we will get to the prayer of repentance, all right, in just a few minutes. Our five questions to ponder over, and we know they usually end up being more than five questions because sometimes one uh, number has two or three questions, and then most of the time two questions. Number one, this is something to ponder over while you're thinking about your lesson. Number one, how did Mary and Martha describe Lazarus and his situation? What did they ask Jesus to do? Number two, what did Jesus say Lazarus' death would lead to? Number three, why do you think Jesus stayed two days longer instead of rushing to see Lazarus, Mary, and Martha? Number five, Nope. number four. How did the disciples feel when Jesus told them that they would be returning to Judea? Number five, what did Jesus say about day and night? What did he say about day and night? And we're going to wrap it up. Don't stumble, walk in the light. Don't stumble, walk in the light. And let me tell you, it's a privilege and it's an honor. serve God. I thank Him for everything that He's done and He's doing in my life. And you know, I, I repeat myself because I'm really thankful. I'm really thankful. I could have been dead, buried in my grave. I could be walking around in sin doing things that I have no business doing offending people doing things and then sometimes you don't even have to steal or kill or anything like that if you haven't repented of your sins hey you're on your way to hell anyway so i'm saying that i thank god and you know living a sanctified life does not mean that you don't enjoy life i enjoy my life i'm happy i am happy I'm happy and I'm thankful to God, and I can be more happy now than I was when I was in the world because I now see the light and I see that the things when I was in the world had not accepted Jesus Christ as my personal Savior, had not repented of my sins. Those things back there, I don't want to do those things anymore, but I can enjoy my life. I enjoy my life. I have fun. I enjoy people. I love people. You not know, know you do too. But it's just a difference because I have been forgiven of my sins, and I don't have to sin anymore. I know the difference, and I try. I try. I try to be an, an example to everyone, and let everyone know that. This life that I have chosen to live, that Jesus Christ came down here and sacrificed his life for a rose again so that I could repent and accept him as my personal savior, be saved, and then come and live with him throughout eternity, which means it will never, 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 never end after the judgment day. So for that, I am thankful. I'm thankful for my life here. I am so thankful. I enjoy my life. And you can too. If you have not repented of your sins, let's do it now, okay? And, and I tell people, just say it anyway. Because you don't know in between words. You don't know whether you'll truly repent or not. But just say it anyway, okay? I'm not telling you to fake it. But just do it. Just do it. And then let God bless you. Okay? I don't try to force anybody to be saved. God doesn't force us to be saved. So I have no right to try to force you to be saved. Okay? But I offer it to you because that is my duty. To live the life first. Let you see how God works in my life. Let you see my light shine that you will see the my good works and glorify god in heaven and that will encourage you and let you know that you can do the same thing too and be happy and let me tell you this i believe with all my heart that god will give me and he has over and over again the desires of my heart yes He said, if our ways please Him, He will give us the desires of our hearts. And He also said He will not withhold any good thing from us. He wants us to prosper and be in health as our souls prosper. What more could you ask for? What more could you ask for? It's all here. Just try it, okay? Now, This is what I want you to do. Just repeat after me. Dear God, I repent of my sins. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. And I do it like that, okay? And I accept Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. Amen. So, now, if you have not been in fellowship in a congregation and as a sanctified leader, ask God to lead you to one or lead someone to you, to lead you to one. And then if you are a backslider, that means if you were saved and you have you've repented of your sins, then you came back into a world of sin, that prayer was for you too. God loves you. I love you. I want you to be happy and i promise you that living a sanctified life is happiness you don't miss the world you don't miss it you don't miss out there doing those things that are harmful to your mind your body things where you have to worry about the consequences and all of that let me tell you something. I'm coming right up on 30 minutes. Hey, I'm doing well. Huh? I'm doing good. This is a lesson for the 30th of August, which is this coming Sunday. So I want you to enjoy. But let me tell you, I'm I'm glad that the Lord protected me while I was in the world. He protected me. I don't have any lingering uh, effects from being out there in the world. I'm saved, and I thank God for I love you. I want you to have a wonderful, wonderful day. I want you to have a wonderful life. And remember, God loves you. He wants you to be saved. And I do too. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Enjoy your life. I love you.